And we welcome you back in and uh, continue the program by visiting with Mr. Tim Gagno, the fire painter. I'm looking forward to learning a whole lot more about this, an award-winning artist, author, speaker, and instructor. And uh, he's well-known for creating works of art live on stage with his while his paintbrushes are on fire. And he's going to be at First Baptist Church Pleasant Grove coming up this Sunday right in our listening audience. Uh, so from Panama City Beach, it's Tim Gagno is with us. Tim, welcome in. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Now, i got to ask the obvious question right off the start. How do you get started using fire br- paintbrushes on fire? I mean, it, was that an accident the first time around, or what happened? Well, it, it, it's kind of a funny thing. I used to uh, go to a church, and we had a, um, a worship conference, a big worship conference, that was called Fresh Fire. And for the 10th anniversary, they were like, what can we do to make this our 10th anniversary a big deal? And so I had already been painting artwork live during the worship, uh, during the worship time of these services. And I said, I know, I'll light my paintbrushes on fire. And so <laughs> we went for it, and the rest is history. Did, did people run for the doors? No, it's really exciting to see, and people go crazy for it. it it's kind of funny. It's evolved into its own thing. Uh, now I breathe fire as well as have my brushes on fire at the same time. And it just keeps getting uh, bigger and bigger every time. It's a lot of fun. Do the do the do the fire marshals have to be there? Well, uh, actually, it's funny. The fire marshals do usually meet me there, and uh, we have to explain it. It's for them. It's like, oh, this is nothing, no okay. big deal. But uh, yeah, I do have a lot of uh, liability insurance just for that. I have the same insurance that circus clowns have. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find out more at illuminatedmessiah.com. We've already got all that in our show notes at PriorityTalkRadio.com. Uh, he'll be uh, in uh, in our listening audience at First Baptist Church Pleasant Grove, fbcpg.org. Uh, well, Tim, uh, uh, we'll get more into what you do live, but let's talk about the Illuminated Messiah. Uh, Bible, uh, and and I have not, uh, I, I don't have a copy um, yet, but I'm looking forward to, but uh, this is something you have available uh, through uh, Broad Street, I guess it is, and uh, t- tell us about what you've done uh, with the Bible. Well, thanks for, for asking that question. The, an illuminated manuscript Bible is a, it's a Bible from the Middle Ages, that's where they had their heyday, and it combines calligraphy, uh, beautiful artwork, and gold leaf. And so they were really, really famous about the 8th and 9th century. When the printing press came along, they kind of went the way of the dinosaur. And uh, since the printing press was developed, there has only been three, this being the third Illuminated Manuscripts Bible. And it's a collection of 66 original portraits Jesus in every book of the Bible. So I took all of the key Messianic prophecies in the Old Testament and then their fulfillment in the New Testament in Christ Jesus, and I painted uh, narrative paintings about them that incorporated the actual biblical text and uh, gold leaf. And so it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, painted devotional uh, that contemplates our promised Messiah. And one of the neatest things about this Bible is each one of the individual 66 paintings, they all combine together like a jigsaw puzzle, and they create a 12-foot cross that reveals a surprise hidden image of Jesus on the cross. 
And so, uh, like in Deuteronomy, where Moses is parting the Red Sea, those are Jesus' toes. Uh, the Queen of Sheba ends up being his right kneecap. Uh, the story of Jonah and the fish becomes his right forearm all throughout uh, the entire Bible. Well, that's amazing. And, yeah, I, I've seen the video where you have them all together and, and make the 12-foot cross. It is really uh, a, an amazing thing. I, I've never uh, seen anything like that before. And uh, that is somewhat, I guess that's what you will be doing uh, Sunday at First Baptist Church, Pleasant Grove, I think at 1030 a.m. Uh, is that is that kind of what will happen? People will be able to see the 66 and then, then they all get put together as well? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, the, one of the things that we're doing to celebrate this brand new Illuminated Manuscript Bible is we're taking all of the original art on a big national tour to churches everywhere, and we're going to be, again, uh, at the First Baptist Pleasant Grove with Pastor Les Hughes uh, this Sunday, and I'm really excited about that. I've never actually uh, been to Birmingham uh, to minister, so it's really exciting. But we take all that artwork, and it's going to be on display at the church. We're going to transform Pleasant Grove's First Baptist Church into an art museum that glorifies the Word of God and Jesus our Messiah. And uh, all the original artwork will be on display, as well as that magnificent uh, 12-foot cross will be on display there. I'll be uh, giving uh, the message on Sunday morning, and then we're all going to mosey on over and just look at the artwork, hang out, chit-chat with each other, and have a spectacular time. Well, that's really neat. I, I think this is probably a, a, a an aspect of worship incorporating artwork that's probably there's a long history of this of course as you mentioned um, but I, I think it's probably pretty overlooked and 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 makes what you do pretty unique at this point it really does you know if you think about it for the first 1500 years of church history the primary tool that we use to engage interact and influence culture were the visual arts drawings, paintings, frescoes, mosaic, architecture, sculpture. That's how we communicated the gospel message, and it was so effective, we ended up creating Western civilization. Uh, it hasn't been that way in a long time, and especially in Protestant churches, uh, artwork uh, and just the visual arts period, it, it seems to be all about music for the last couple hundred years, but uh, God has this beautiful plan to uh, bring the visual arts back and churches all over the country are capturing that vision, and uh, God is doing some amazing things with that. And the visual arts communicate non-verbally in extremely powerful ways, and it's actually um, using the visual arts as an act of worship is a tradition that goes back all the way to the Babylonian captivity. There's a Jewish Hebrew tradition called Hidur Mitzvah, which literally translates the beautification of the Word of God. The fire painter. Tim Gagno is our guest, and uh, how long did it take you to paint these 66 individual portraits that are now in the Bible, but you bring the original artwork with you when you uh, visit a church? Uh, how long did it take you to do this? Uh, it took me five years. This is a five-year wow. devotional for me, painting alongside with God. I don't paint for God, I paint with God. It's a collaborative uh effort, and uh, he and I worked on this for five years, and it was it was a beautiful, beautiful thing, and uh, now we get to share that with others, and uh, you get to uh, see uh, my journey with this, and uh, I can explain the theology behind every brushstroke, and we can hang out and look at this beautiful art and worship the Lord together. 
Well, he'll be at First Baptist Church Pleasant Grove uh, this Sunday morning, and I think it's 1030 is the time. Uh, we've got all the everything you need to know at our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com, uh, under our show notes. So all the links are there for you to find out more about Tim and more about what will be going on um, coming up Sunday. Uh, where can people, if they're not able to come Sunday, where, where can they get the Bible from, uh, the Illuminated Messianic Bible? Uh, the Illuminated Messiah Bible, right now it is available everywhere books are sold, uh, in, in, in brick-and-mortar bookstores, Amazon, uh, ChristianBooks.com, BarnesandNobles.com. They can also go to our website, IlluminatedMessiah.com, and uh, they can get um, the actual Bible itself. They can get art prints. They can get a giant poster uh, of the uh, cross with all the, all the 66 paintings. We have a ton of merch and all kinds of great things. Uh, so if they go to our website, IlluminatedMessiah.com, they can check that out and learn a lot more about uh, all that the Gagno Atelier ministry does. Wow. Uh, Tim, I want to take a break. And if, if you've got time, I'd love to just carry you over and let you tell us a little bit more about your background, because uh, uh, you dabbled in occults uh, when you were younger. And uh, I'd just love to get more of your testimony so people can better appreciate um, why you do what you do. Have you got a moment for that? I sure do. Be glad to do it. All right. Hang on for us. Uh, Tim Gagno with us, the fire painter. And uh, we'll uh, be back uh, more of this conversation on the other side. Stay with us. We're back in and continuing our visit with Tim Gagno here on Priority Talk Radio. Uh, if you missed the uh, earlier parts of this conversation, uh, you can find them at our podcast and uh, find more about Tim, the fire painter, and uh, the Illuminated Messiah Bible. You can find uh, more, all of that at our show notes on our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com, and you can visit IlluminatedMessiah.com to uh, learn more about the Bible and uh, everything Tim's got going on. Okay, so Tim, you're, you're an artist, an amazing artist, as I'm looking at your work. Um, you've got a creative uh, presentation of this. You've got uh, the, the Bible, um, devotional, basically, Bible, where people can walk through all 66 books of the Bible. Pretty amazing. Um but tell us, you know, when did you know you wanted to be an artist? Is this something when you were very young? Oh, yes. I, I, you know, I Usually so. You, I, there's one thing I know. God made me to be an artist, and uh, my creator created me to create. And so when I'm making art, I can feel my maker's pleasure. He's there with me. It's, it's a beautiful thing. That's the one thing I've always known. Never doubted it for a second. Well, that's good to hear. Um, but you weren't always uh, using that... Uh, uh, for spiritual themes or biblical themes, were you? Because uh, as I as I learn more about you, I see that you dabbled in occults and uh, some influential men came into your life. Tell us about it. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't raised uh, as a really big church going family. I was raised Catholic in a town that was very Catholic. I mean, you we were either Catholic or a moose. Those were your two options. Uh, <laughs> I'm from Northern New Hampshire, very isolated town, and my family we didn't really make church a priority. I went to catechism, uh, I was confirmed and all that, but it was obvious it wasn't a priority. And in the sixth grade, uh, we had to do an oral report. You may remember having to stand up in front of your class sure. and give a, give a little report. And I ended up in the school library trying to find something to do it on, and obviously growing up in New England, the Salem witch trials and things like that, I found a bunch of books on witchcraft and all these things, and I said, well, I don't know anything about that. I'll give it a shot. And before I knew it, I was super involved in the occult. 
and that, that young boy just started dabbling in the occult, and, and I kept having experiences that, that, that drew me in and drew me in and drew me in. And around my junior, senior year, I had an encounter with Christ, and it scared the bejeebies out of me. I was so freaked out. I felt the presence of God enter my bedroom while I was casting spells, and it freaked me out because I thought, God's trying to kill me. <laughs> He's mad at me. He's obviously mad at me. So uh, as I freaked out, I ran out of my house. I ran down the street. I ran to St. Joseph's Catholic Church, cut in the line, and ran straight into a car, and into a confessional booth. And I'm probably one of the few people uh, you've ever talked to that can say they got saved inside of a Catholic confessional booth, but I did. <laughs> and I went in there and told Father LaCroix everything. And he was like, uh, you know, calm down, Timmy. People can hear you outside this door. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. God's in my bedroom. He's trying to kill me. you got to talk to him for me. And apparently God knows where uh, St. Joseph's Catholic Church is, too, because he showed up in that confessional booth, and he started to deal with me and speak to my heart. And I, don't, I didn't hear him with my ears. I heard him with my teeth, if you can catch what I'm saying. It was like every atom of my body was rattling. And I just remember him saying, stop it. What are you doing? Come and follow me. And I didn't even know what that meant, because I didn't know anything about the Bible, didn't know anything about Christ. And But I knew, yes, sir, I will follow you. And so I did, and I left the confessional booth and didn't really know what happened to me, didn't have any words to explain that encounter with, with Jesus. I, I just knew me and Jesus had this deal, and I had to follow him. And when I joined the military a year later, I was stationed here in Panama City at Tyndall Air Force Base, and I met my flight commander, and he was an amazing man of God. His name was, uh, his name was Captain Mark Hayes, and he, he started to talk to me about the Bible and church, and I remember he said, I'm a Baptist, what are you? And I told him I was French. <laughs> I had never heard the word Baptist in my life. Wow. And he, he became my spiritual father, and he started to disciple me. And one of the first things that he did was he started to use my artistic talent and my desire to draw and paint to disciple me. And so he would ask me, can you paint a picture of David and Goliath for my Sunday school class this week? And I would paint that picture, but before he would allow me to paint it, he would say, let's do a Bible study on David and Goliath so you really know what to paint. And then the next week, can you paint an angel from Isaiah? And, okay, no problem. Well, before you paint that, let's do a Bible study in Isaiah about his encounter with the angel, hmm. and that way you know what to paint. Okay, well, he did that for as long as we were enlisted together at Tyndall, and before I knew it, I was so into the Word of God. I fell in love with the Word of God, and then after he got uh, he was uh, deployed somewhere else. Um, another man named Chaplain Bruce Ewing, he took that talent and he saw what God had in me and he began to develop that in me as well. And he said, let's use your talent. God has a plan for your art and God can use your art to minister to people and to disciple people and to evangelize. God has a plan and purpose for your art. And nobody had ever taken the time to do that for me, and it had a powerful impact on me. Those two men are probably the reason we're on the phone right now talking about the Illuminated Messiah Bible. Wow, what a story. Uh, Tim Gagno, our guest, uh, known as the Fire Painter, 
Uh, he'll be at First Baptist Church Pleasant Grove here within our listening audience, uh, all linked up for you at our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com, under show notes. Uh, you can find out much more information about uh, the Illuminated Messiah Bible. And uh, the next stop on the tour is Sunday, that's January 21st, at First Baptist Church Pleasant Grove. You can come and see all those original works and uh, be a part of that worship experience. Um, Tim, talk to us for just a couple of moments about um, maybe parents out there, or, or adults, but maybe even parents who have kids that are artistically uh, interested or, or, or gifted, and uh, and how you know the world won't steer them toward using their gifts um, like you're using yours. Uh, that won't happen naturally. Um, you know, someone will have to enter into their life like the, the captain enter, entered into your life and sort of get them pointed in that direction or show them, uh, show them that way or a better way. Uh, talk to us about maybe um, parents or, or to aspiring artists and how they can uh, represent their faith through their artwork. Oh, that's such a great question, you know, and that's really my heart. Um, you know, the first thing I would say is that if you believe God made you an artist, uh, it's your responsibility to become the best artist that you can be. Um, and what I mean by that is God gave you your talent, and one day we're going to stand before him, and he's going to expect a return on that investment. He's going to want to know, what did you do with the gifts I gave you? And um, so that means for people that are artistic, get in the studio and practice, 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 you know, take classes, take in-person classes, take online classes, anywhere you can take, take to develop that talent, work hard to increase your skill, become the best artist you can be, because that becomes a beautiful act of worship. God is a creator. He's a maker. And when we start making art and we start creating things, we can connect with him in a very deep and powerful primal way um it's such a great way to communicate with 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 your creator and so that that's the first thing the second thing um obviously get alone with god before during after you create Uh, don't create for god as i said create with god let the holy spirit guide you you know through the entire process um it's important that parents especially encourage their creative um, children to do that. You know, my, my dad was, was, he was a lumberjack. He couldn't wrap his brain around his son wanting to be an artist, especially in my hometown. There wasn't a lot of options, and you certainly couldn't make a living as an artist up there. And um, it was hard for him, and so he wasn't able to encourage me in a lot of ways, and it caused a lot of tension between he and I, especially in the teenage years. But if you have a child that is artistic, recognize that God put that in them, and that God has a plan for that. And I can tell you from experience, there is a new renaissance rising in the church, and that renaissance is going to transform into a revival in this country as God's using... There are Christian artists popping up all over the country. I just recently went to a conference with over 700 Christian artists uh, from all walks of life that are using their art and their faith to do beautiful things. So so there's something going on in church right now, and if you're an artist or you have an artist in your family, encourage them as best you can to uh, recognize that God put that in them. They, they, we call it a God-given talent for a reason, but it also means we have to develop that talent with skill. 
Tim Gagno, and again, he will be at First Baptist Church, Pleasant Grove, Sunday, January 21st, 10.30 a.m., and uh, you can go and be a part of this experience uh, there, and uh, and also could come to your church as well. So, uh, uh, Tim, if folks wanted to uh, visit with you about coming and doing uh, one of these days at their church, what would they do? Go to illuminatedmessiah.com? Yes, there's actually a video um, yeah. on the, on there just for, if you want to have us come to your church and put this exhibit on, watch that video. It'll tell you everything you need to know. It's on illuminatedmessiah.com. Yeah, I saw the video, and it, it certainly caught my interest. That's a pretty cool event, uh, not, not something that you come across uh, very often, uh, that, that type of uh, worship experience. So uh, very interesting. And, uh, and of course, anyone uh, can get the Illuminated Messiah Bible. Uh, it's out there as well. We hope folks will find it. And uh, again, all linked up at our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com, under show notes. Well, Tim, um, did we cover everything? Man, you got a lot going on. Did, did we, did we kind of get there? I think we did. We got we got it all covered. I'm really excited to come to come to the Birmingham area. I like I said, I've never been there to minister. I've driven through it a lot, but I have never been able to stop and minister. Uh, I'm very excited to meet my new friend um, at Pleasant Grove First Baptist, and uh, met Pastor Les. He's super awesome. Yeah, Les is a great guy, and that's a great really church. Uh, I've been been to that church many times over the years. I've preached there before, so yeah, great oh, congregation okay. there and a great community. Uh, you'll have a wonderful time. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, so if anybody's listening, you know, if they want to play hooky at their church and hang out with their, with their new pal, Tim Gagno, and uh, look at all the pretty paintings and uh, sneak over to uh, First Baptist Pleasant Grove, that'd be great. If, you haven't been, if, you, if you're one of the members have been a while, come on back. I would love to meet you. We're going to have a fabulous, great time. Well, Tim, thank you for joining us, and uh, thank you for what you're doing. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing great things about uh, how it goes Sunday. All right, thank you, my friend. God bless you. Thank you. God bless.